You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Welcome to Ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling news, interviews, and opinions. Mama, mama, Really? Woo! We got two words for ya! Oh, yeah! With Daniel Spencer. Acknowledge me. Jeremy Woman. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut! Eric Cornish. And I think that the spotlight should go on top of me. And Linda Kay. Are you boys ready for the grind? And now, let's ring the bell and start the show. Welcome, everyone, to the Ringside Podcast, another live edition of the show. I'm Daniel Spencer. I'm Jeremy Wallman. I'm Linda Kay. And I'm Eric Cornish. All right, guys. Um, I am excited. Tonight we have a special night. Now, uh, by the way, um, appreciate everyone for hanging in there. We had to postpone the, the start time a little bit later, um, just, just about 15 minutes. We're going to start our normal start time at 7.15, move to the 7.30, and uh the uh, our host for or our host our guest for the day is none other than OVW's own uh, co-owner um, and um, you know I guess he's he's pretty popular around the state of Kentucky and the KSR world and um, you know radio DJ is uh, the one and only Matt Jones. Some say the villain of um, of wrestlers on Netflix. So you know we'll. Um, We'll uh, we'll see what he has to say, and he'll join us a little closer to the eight o'clock hour. So, uh, until then, we've got a lot, lot to talk about, a lot going on in the world of professional wrestling. Um, even tonight on this special, I mean, we're going to war right now with with NXT and AEW because we're going to be airing as they're airing. So let's do it. We decided we will jump in on the uh, war as well. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Tuesday night wars. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so how's everybody doing, guys? How y'all been? Good. I'm doing all right. Linda, Linda, you all right? Everything I was okay? Say, I'm still healing up, recovering from that match last week. Doing all right, though. I mean, it you is know, what it is. What happened? What happened? Let's address. Let's ad- let's address the elephant in the room. Okay, yes. we get. Let, some- let's let's address it. Uh, yes. Refer- <laughs> official Daniel Spencer. Yeah, yeah. Look, look. Our uh, we tweeted out uh, the Ringside Podcast tweeted out. A very frustrated uh, Daniel Spencer uh, had to had to make that count. Look, I the legal people were Adam Revolver and Linda Kay. It, I was allowing you all to about to do your double team finish. Uh, you know, I said, you know what, this is a normal thing. You go in, you. I'm gonna give you a few more, few more. I'm about to count to five. But I seen he was he was gearing up the knee. He was gonna hit it, and you were gonna do your move, and then one, two, three. It was it, right? Um, Adam Revolver. Um, magically timed it perfectly to put Linda in the crossfires for the knee of Cal hero. Um, and, uh, before we can all react to it, next thing I know, Cal's getting tossed out of the ring and Adam's going for the pin. And as the official that I am, I, I have to count it. And 
I did not like that was one of the one, two, threes that I've got into my life that I was unhappy with. Let's put it that way. Um, so yeah, watching it back, I did see your frustration with that. So I, I I'll take that for what it is. No, I, I appreciate your you expressing your thoughts, Daniel, and you airing out how you felt about that whole scenario. Yeah. I don't appreciate it at all. I hate I hate when referees uh, try to steal the spotlight. I'm just kidding. I'm joking with you. you didn't, it, it's just it, – it was a – for me personally, being there live in, in attendance, which, by the way, kudos to the OVW fan base, showing up strong still, selling out weeks in advance still. Appreciate that momentum. But – I don't think I can ever come to OVW with Haley as the champion again either because there were two things that aggravated me that night, and it kind of bookended the night. Of course, I was furious with what happened with Linda, but at the end of the night, I had been to OVW all three times she's lost her championship. So I'm a bad luck. Even though I'm normally good luck for people, I guess I'm bad luck for her. And uh, But OVW is getting – look, it's getting strong. It's It's got a strong following. It's – because of the heart it's not only a lot of people like to attribute it just to the the netflix show but it's not it's the hard work of everybody from the people that set up the ring to eric to linda to gosh to even daniel it's in the talent it's just it's amazing to uh to see the transformation ovw is going through long long overdue long awaited well, thank you to you, Jeremy. And I mean, it's it's to you and all the rest of the fans, too, that that are coming out and, and being loud and being boisterous and making it even that much better uh, of a show. So already sold out again for this Thursday night. Pretty excited about it. Already sold out for the pay-per-view. No rest for the wicked on the 21st. So just riding that wave and uh, wish we could do it a little more happy. Linda, unfortunately, I know it was not uh, was not fun. Uh, you know, taking the L, but, uh, and, and I know Cal, uh, as, as close as you guys are probably, uh, feels very guilty about that. Am I, am I correct? Yeah. He shed some tears right after that, but I, I assured him that I was fine. And obviously that was not done on purpose. I was thrown in the crossfires as we've all discussed and, all is definitely good with me and Cal, and I will be back for No Rest for the Wicked as well, making sure to support Cal in what's going to be another match. He's got to defend that Rush title against Adam Revolver. What, can, right. let, can, let me just point out, what a douchey move to pull her in front of the, the crossfire like that. Well, I mean, he does hang out with, with, a, with a douche. I mean, a dude. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh I shouldn't. T- I shouldn't talk like that. I, I'm. I, look, I'm. I'm biased. I. I'm not biased. Yeah, I'm, you're I'm biased. you got it right the first time. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm unbiased. Um, so uh, yeah, we're. You know. Um, I you know, hear uh, that Shannon the dude gets manicures and pedicures when he's in Panama City Beach, Florida. I, I've. I've heard that from somebody. Okay. I saw him. I've heard do that. that. I've heard that. Yeah. Well, Linda, I, despite the loss, I am very impressed with uh, with what you did in the ring, coming off the top rope. I mean, that takes a lot to even stand up there, much less fly off it. So, kudos to you. I'm glad you're yeah. okay, yeah. and uh, and we'll let Cal, you know, take care of things. I, I still hate both of those guys. I will just say that, and they better just 
stay away from me because I, I yeah like, I'm, I'm supposed to be you too I know it's like what did I do what did I do but anyway so anyway very, kudos very proud of you Linda I was very yeah. very proud if you haven't seen it go back and watch it on YouTube Linda looking great in the ring uh flying off top rope putting on the putting on guillotine submissions I mean go girl <laughs> thank you um yeah you did, did did a great job great job by the way everyone watching uh please uh retweet share uh post a link whatever you got to do there we appreciate get uh to get the word out that we're live right now uh we thank you for that thank you for support and if you're watching for the first time or if you're watching periodically you you kind of tune in every week and you haven't done this yet hit that subscribe button right now subscribe to uh the ringside podcast on the on the twitch on the um on the youtube and then like us and follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and you'll get those live turn on, turn on those notifications. You'll get that uh, sent to you when we go live because we might not always just go live on Tuesday nights. We might also go live sometimes randomly. Me and me and Jeremy did it a while back. We just went live um, on the on the uh, on the on the on the um, middle of the day and kind of had some things to talk about. And you never know who we could go live with. We could have a special guest as as always too. Uh, in the chat room, we got that guy Mason says hello everybody. Hello, that guy Mason. Want to give a shout out to him. What's up, Mason? Um, uh, Jessica, here. I saw Jessica Robert popped Sam. in right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. I was gonna highlight that. Uh, uh, Robert Sampson, hello, uh, hola, young Daniel and guests. I'm thank you for calling me young. I, appreciate that. I think that's an uh, aloha. Yeah. <laughs> The reading's hard for Daniel sometimes. Um, and then, um, <laughs> well, aloha means a good hello and goodbye. So maybe I just wanted to say aloha or uh, 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 what did I say? I said he said hola. 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 You said hola. Yeah. All right. Um, and then um, <laughs> uh, should do this right. Uh, Jessica says hello, friends. Appreciate that. And then uh, Matthew Matthew Burry says that he's excited for Thursday. He's got his ticket. He got he got his ticket last week, which is he's kind one of the, of the smart ones. Yes, because if you don't get if you don't get your tickets now um, for OVW, um, uh, like for next Thursday, you might not be able to get it in time because those are tickets are going pretty fast, and the pay per view is already sold out. Uh, this week is already sold out, so there's really only two more chances in October to get to see OVW live uh, at the Davis Arena, and uh, you better get those tickets quick because they're probably going to sell out. Um, and I, I will all say. Yeah, they will sell out. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, Mason, and then that's gonna Daniel, for anybody listening, we do have a code to save a little cash on tickets at ovwrestling.com. Isn't that correct? That is correct. If you go to ov, uh, if you go to ovwrestling.com, use promo code Ringside, you'll save twenty percent on your tickets. That's uh, no matter if you buy one, two, three, or a hundred, you save twenty percent. So there you go. Check that out. Um, and. Um, uh, by the way, if you want to help donate or you know support the show in any way, um, we are accepting tips and donations. Uh, go to streamlabs.com slash ringside podcast. You'll be able to do it right there through uh, PayPal, credit card, those kind of things. So uh, we appreciate that. And all that goes right into the show to make it better, to maybe even get cooler guests, to maybe even get cooler graphics and videos, and just to help pay the bills. You know, um, we appreciate that. So absolutely. Um yeah, I saw. Uh, yes, somebody in the chat. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Yes, it is Impact Referee and uh, Daniel Spencer. Yes, you're in the same chat. Uh, he's that's he's he's ribbing me. It's a joke. I know that guy. 
All right. So uh, well, we figured that much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Greg is not. <laughs> if I didn't know him, why would he be so? Oh my gosh, it's him in the chat. Chris, um, he hasn't sent the cash app to you yet. Don't trust him. <laughs> right. <laughs> we know. We know, Chris. We know. Big fan. Big fan of you too, as well. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, uh, by the way, I do want to give a shout out to uh, the guys or the people and the fans and everybody at Dayton, Ohio, this past weekend. Um, it was an amazing show, two shows for uh, Wrestling Revolver. Uh, we had the first ever women's tournament, the Grand Prix, uh, hosted by Renee Young. And, uh, man, that was that was phenomenal. The winner of that trophy was the one and only Billy Starks, uh, Louisville's own from this area right here, Billy Starks. Love Billy. Um, yes. So she won that trophy. Uh, John Moxley uh, and Renee presented it to her, so that was pretty cool. And then um, later on that night was uh, Revolver Redemption, and um, the main event was uh, Jake Chris uh, for the Revolver World Title versus Ortiz. And what are the main event of the fall? It turned into a um, street fight, falls count anywhere match. And uh, yeah, that was a pretty wild, uh, pretty wild uh, show. So if you go if you're, if you're a subscriber on Fight Plus, you can go watch that. Or if you're not, you just want to go buy that show. Period. Or one of those shows. Go to Fight TV and you can you can get it on demand on that. But I do want to give a shout out to um, Slow Pokes um, or Slow Poke, excuse me, Toys and Collectibles. They hooked me up with one of these little um, little uh, barbed wire bats. It's like foam. This is pretty cool, and like you can hit people with it and uh, not really, uh, you know, hurt you as bad. You know, have a little fun. Uh, so, it's so nice and them. plush. I like that. It's a plush, yes. So check them out right here. It's Greg at uh, Slowpoke Toys and Collectibles. Uh, there's his information right there. We'll 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 share his information online and all that. But this, these are pretty cool. And uh, I uh, I think we might, you know, we might could do something a little ringside podcast uh, thing. He's got some other stuff, collectibles and stuff we can do that. Uh, just we might be able to 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 kind of do something and and put get it out there. So we'll. We're we're talking about it. We'll see what happens. And uh, if you got any ideas of what you like to see ringside do, uh, let us know. We can do. I, I have already I see an idea. a suggestion right there. Oh yeah, what was the suggestion? Uh, <laughs> oh, you can hit Shannon the do with it. Uh, Shannon the do, interesting. Yeah, this Matthew says you can hit Shannon the do with it. Yes, yeah, so those that are um, watching my video, you can see it. It looks this pretty cute little toy. But if you're um, if you if you're listening on the audio, you'll have to go check out the video, or just follow us on socials, and you'll see a you'll see it uh, go out there. I think I shared it already with me with it in my hand, or maybe I haven't yet, or maybe I will. I don't know. I uh, can't remember what I've done in the last couple of days. I haven't had much sleep, so there you go, <laughs> uh, guys. So, if you're, you know, oh, go ahead. I, I was gonna say tonight is this like the biggest Tuesday night in wrestling in a very very long time, and and how did it all of a sudden become? what it is going to be tonight. If you, now, if you're listening to us on the podcast later on, you've already seen what happens. We're awaiting that as we right. speak, but yeah. like, w- this is a crazy night. They've, they've brought out all the stops. It seems. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, um, it's pretty, you know, cool. Uh, honestly, if you want to think about, it. I mean, remember when the Wednesday night war started, um, in 2019, and we were like, "Oh my gosh, it feels like '97 again." We're watching Raw and, and Nitro, and it it was it had that cool moment, cool factor. And we got away from it for the last what two years, maybe uh, we've oh, it been yeah. gone from it. And uh, I know this is not just just a one off right now. I don't think I'm sure it'll happen again eventually, but um, 
but uh, it's, you know, it's, I mean, they've had their battles on their Saturdays with pay-per-view versus collision or, or this pay-per-view versus that pay-per-view or whatever. But uh, yeah, just TBS had to, had to force uh, AW to have a Tuesday night and it just so happens to coincide with NXT. So what does NXT do? They, they load their gun and full of ready to go, you know? So yeah, that's, um, that's just the way, way things are. So it's, 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 they're, uh, they're going to get all they can out of Cena while he's hanging around. Right. This might be the last like actual run like he does. So it's like, yeah. they're, they're going to use him to the fullest extent, but not only that, but like, you know, they're talking undertake. I mean, at least you hear the, the bell. So, yeah. you know, there's going to be Cody, appearance, maybe. a huge like, announcement from Cody as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be there. It's gonna be an interesting night. So. Brutes, they're all. I mean, they're, uh, Paul Heyman. You gotta think the bloodline's gonna be creeping around the corner. Judgment Day's always around because of the NXT uh, North American champion being in that group. So yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good night. And uh, the only thing I haven't so first firstly I was like this does it gives me the feelings of the the, the old days, but then mm-hmm. I saw. And I, I don't want to name any names because we're, we are trying to get talent from the other company to do the show with us before they come to Louisville in a couple of weeks. But I've just seen some behavior online that screams kid in the corner kicking and screaming that I don't like. Um, and that's the first thing. Secondly, I would say for all the Louisville fans that have been screaming, I want AEW in Louisville. Do something about it. They only sold 2,000 tickets, according to my source up at the Yum Center. Only 2,000 tickets have been sold. There are more than 2,000 people hollering for Dynamite to come to Louisville. Right. And well, it's a deal. You can tell them about yeah. the special. Yeah, we, 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 go ahead. Yeah, we, tweet, we tweeted this out uh, right now. Today is the KFC Yum Center's birthday. It's also Tony Khan's birthday. So, wh- so what they're doing is they're doing a buy one, get one on all AEW tickets right now. You go to Ticketmaster.com, use the code BOGO, which is buy one, get one, BOGO, and you get. Um, you get a buy one get one for any, any ticket. So just uh, just do uh, go there right now, and then hopefully that's going to generate some some more ticket sales for them for sure. I'm I'm excited to see what they do in this town. But guys, I, I, let's uh, we we'll talk a little bit more about that later later on the, uh, later in the show about the Tuesday night wars and everything going on and even even um, all that. But let's talk about what's going on at OVW. But we a little more, especially with our show wrestlers, ladies and gentlemen. Want to bring in our guest? Uh, he's here. He's live and in person. The one and only Matt Jones. Matt, welcome to the show. Hey, hey Matt. everybody. I hope you're doing well. Uh, sorry, it's dark in here. I actually just left Jelly Roll is playing down the street here at Rupp, and I left the Jelly Roll concert to walk back to my house to come back for this because I didn't want to miss it. So thank you guys. There oh, you go. We Look appreciate that. Look I'm going back when it's over, but I wanted to take a break. It's just the opening act, so you guys are, are much better than the opening act. There you go. All right. Well, we'll take that. We'll take that for sure. Very um, kind of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so Matt, uh, we we for the last couple of weeks we've had you know Hollywood Heavy J on. We had Frey on, and of course before that we just us in general uh, being there, going through all the the stuff that happened in those three months uh, when the BBC was here filming filming everything, and we could finally talk about it and it was kind of a uh, cool thing to see and it was our first time seeing everything um you know some say on the show that you're kind of the villain of of uh wrestlers and uh at least it starts out that way 
Um, why don't we? What? Let's let's kind of before we get talk about uh, wrestlers in general. Let's back let's backtrack a little bit. What was it that attracted you to say, "Hey, I want to get with an Investor Group and I want to purchase OVW"? Well, I don't think just some people said I was a villain. I think most people, certainly through <laughs> episode three, would say that. Maybe Eric Darkstorm takes over towards the end. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, so let's go back. I mean, it was 2020. Uh, COVID had hit, and OVW was in some serious financial difficulties. Um, and we, Craig had heard that the company was contemplating potentially closing. And, you know, Craig loves the city of Louisville. I love the state of Kentucky. And coincidentally, like 15 years ago, I lived in an apartment complex that housed all the wrestlers that at that time were at OVW, which included like Kelly Kelly. And uh, all like CM Punk, like all these various people were there and they lived in the same apartment complex I did. So I, you know, and I'd been a few times to see Shannon when he'd done stuff over the years. So it just felt like something worth doing. I clearly didn't know what I was getting into. It was, you know, it was much harder than I thought it was going to be to sort of turn things around financially. Uh, Al had it on a really good path in terms of turning around from a from a product standpoint. But financially, there were and still are difficulties. But that's how I ended up getting into it. And then you all may remember, we did like a celebrity tournament that was kind of my idea. And, and it popped the attendance for a couple months and I kind of hoped it would sustain itself. It didn't really. And so then I was like, all right, well, we got to figure out something else. And then the idea of the documentary came about and then there was some really good circumstance. Um, I sort of pitched last chance you, but wrestling Craig had gone to high school with a woman that was director of development at BBC. We got a meeting. There were 13 uh, show runners at the meeting. 12 of them weren't interested. One of them was, he agreed to do it. We signed a deal with BBC. He happened, he's a Mormon. He happened to go to church with Greg Whiteley who did Last Chance You. And so look, if Craig doesn't go to high school with, with the woman at BBC, if we don't, if one of the other showrunners does it, I don't think we get Greg Whiteley. Like everything just turned out perfect. And then we ended up getting to do the show. Wow, it's it's a yeah, it's definitely one of those everything lot falls in place place that uh, that uh, just all the all the stars align, right? Yeah, it was um, a very surreal moment. I mean, I yeah. literally when I was sitting thinking, okay, what can we do? And I thought, last chance you, but wrestling, and we end up getting the last chance you director and being on Netflix, which last chance you was on. I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better ending to that whole thing. Yeah, was was there ever um, talk about it? you know, maybe not going on Netflix, like maybe another streaming service, or was it always like, if, if he's going to do it, he's going to, it's going to be Netflix. The key was to get Greg. I mean, yeah. uh, cause Greg, I was of the belief that Greg told in his past projects, the story that I knew this would tell Greg's mm -hmm. specialty is talking about people pursuing their dreams, going through adversity, et cetera. And I knew that's what I thought this should be. So really, it was like, get Greg. Once we got Greg, Netflix was just in because Greg had a deal where he gets to make, I don't know how many shows it is, but he gets to choose what, what they do. He came here, you may remember, for a week with his mm -hmm. camera crew, 
produced a week's worth of, of entertainment. Just so happened that was a week that a lot of stuff went down. So Netflix really liked it. And that's how we got it. I mean, so we really didn't get to the point that we considered anything but Netflix. I mean, we would have, but they they were they had with Greg as the director, they had the right of first option and they took it. Now, is there any kind of um, you know, I know there was rumors and talks, and I don't know if you've shared this anywhere at all, but is, is there any kind of talks that like uh, you know, if Netflix ever decides to say, you know, do because there's rumors about them wanting to do live programming right mm -hmm. that we may especially for sports that we may have we as an ovw may have a chance to be part of that team part of that group yeah i mean in our contract we have a thing that that allows them if we just whenever we decide to go on a streaming platform which mm -hmm. i hope we do one day they kind of have a right of first refusal um i would love for that to happen I don't think that would be something that would happen imminently, but I think it's something that maybe could, I would hope would happen down the road. Um, but, you know, look, I, I have pointed for two years kind of waiting for this. I wanted the show to come out and my hope was it would give the OVW business a pop. Mm -hmm. And you guys know, I mean, you're there every week. It has, I mean, we've sold out four straight shows. We might sell out next week's before we even get to the show this week. Um, so it's done exactly what I've hoped, what I'd hoped. Um, I'm hoping we get a really good pay-per-view bump next Saturday and I hope people will buy it on October 21st. That's kind of the next test. Um, I, it'd be nice if we got a season two. I don't know if we will or not, and we still have to wait and see, but even if we don't, I think we now have the bump, the boost we needed to, to hopefully get this business to where it's a sustainable business model. And before this show, that just wasn't going to happen. So I, I think this, if OVW does what I hope it does, this show will have been the the kickstart we needed to make that happen. And I, I want to recommend our live audience. Oh, go ahead, Jeremy. Go ahead. No, you go ahead, Eric. I was just going to say, if anybody in our live chat has a question for Matt, feel free to uh, put it up over there. Even if it is uh, Eric Montgomery requesting that I get a raise, I do like that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, if you want to put your question for Matt, go ahead. And Jeremy, now it's your turn. Go ahead. And I was going to say, speaking of it, it being, it's absolutely been a catalyst for a boost. As somebody that's been going to OVW, my dad took me to OVW when I was when I was growing up. Uh, being there the last few weeks, it's been electric. It's been phenomenal. Every time Eric asks the crowd, how many of this is your first times? And 30, 40% of the crowd's raising their hands. And when they're leaving, me, Linda, and Eric were talking as the crowd was filing out the other night. And they're like, man, this was awesome. This was our first time. It was awesome. It, it, it's done exactly what you wanted it to do. But I, I'll, for, for a second, I want to get personal. I want to put a... A wet blanket over the Matt Jones is a villain statement. I know sometimes that 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 is something that you want, but me and Matt have a I have a different relationship with Matt than the rest of y'all do. Y'all work with them. Um, for those of you all that don't know, when I started in radio in Louisville, I was invited as a guest host onto a little show called Talking Noise that come on right after KSR. Um, me, Steve Rummage, and uh, Justin Rank. We were new in the radio world. We had been doing uh, our website and stuff for a while and wanted to get into radio. Mm -hmm. Me and Steve and, and Justin were all really good at talking, and we thought, okay, this can translate. 
we didn't have any expectations of getting any help from anybody. But every time we went in there, well, we went in there as a guest and it went well. But the the guy that hosted the show skipped town and left them with like six months of unfilled airtime. And we were asked to come in and fill that because people enjoyed us on the show. Well, that very first day that we come in there to do it full time, Matt and Tony Vanetti were in there coaching us and, and giving us ideas. And man, you just, you would never know how much that means to somebody who's starting out. And Matt was that guy. I've seen other examples of it. Uh, the next time that I was out in public after I run on, uh, on that station was over with ran into Matt Jones, like at a restaurant, you come over and I'm acting like he's not here. Uh, you know, Matt Jones, uh, ran into him at a re- I saw him across the room and I didn't have to go over and say hi to him. He come over and introduced himself to my mother-in-law, my wife and me. He's helped my friend parent out exponentially throughout the years. And he's checked out. I've had a health-wise, I've had a heck of a, a first nine months of the year. He's he's checked in with me, Matt. That, that's meant a lot to me. And I know all the Louisville fans out there hate that I – like, we're supposed to not like each other. But I've always appreciated your line of work. I, first time I ever met you was at King of the Bluegrass. And you were talking, uh, you were talking to some Kentucky fans, and you turned around to me and was like, "That's why I love doing what I do. I can rile up the Louisville fans, I can rile up the Kentucky fans, and that just makes them want to listen more." And that's really the first time I thought, "Man, Matt Jones will be phenomenal in the wrestling world. He knows how to <laughs> work the crowd." And that's yeah, what. That's I don't know, I don't, listen, I I quickly learned that that was not. I mean, I, I that's not. My forte, I think, being that I'll leave that to the professionals. But that's very kind of you, and and I appreciate that you you've always been a really uh, nice and, and genuine person. Listen, I know that watching the show was a really powerful experience for me because it's hard to watch yourself through good and bad, right? Like that's a hard thing to watch. It is hard to see. You know, we all. I think in our lives are the heroes in our own story, right? We, we look at our lives in a way where we sort of are doing whatever and we're the center of it. But, you know, I think a lot of times we don't come off the way we hoped. And, and when I watched that show, I, I, they had told me, look, the first couple episodes are rough for you. And, and, and so I, I was ready for it, but I, I will tell you, I, it, it hurt me to see, that things I had done had been interpreted in, what, in ways that were unintentional. Sure. And it also hurt me to see that I had unwilling, unwittingly really, you know, disappointed people. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to mend a lot of those relationships. I, I'm not saying everybody should watch a documentary where they have bad moments, but it was actually very helpful. <laughs> It was very helpful for me. You know, I'll give you two quick examples. There's a moment in the show where Maria and Ronnie are talking, and Maria and I have had a lot of back and forth over the years, and and they're talking, and they both say, do you know how disrespectful it is that Matt leaves before every show? Well, I can totally see why they would think that. In my mind, I left because I was very anxious and I didn't want to make the wrestlers anxious. I wanted them to be able to perform without me looking over their shoulders and making them anxious. So in my mind, I was actually doing something one way, but it was being interpreted another way. And I didn't realize that. That's my fault. You have to like 
you have to really understand the way you're coming off to people. There's a scene where I think Maximo and a couple of them say that they felt like I talked down to them. Well, I hated that. I mean, I'll argue with people, but I never want people to think that I'm talking down to them. That's, that's, a, that's a really negative trait. And if anyone felt that way, I didn't want them. I mean, I hated that. And so it, it was a lesson to me that I thought I had the, I, in my mind, all my intentions are good and everyone's going to realize that, right? right? But they weren't. They weren't realizing it. And that's on me. And so it's, it was a very good learning experience that I'm glad I, I went through, even though at times it, it was difficult. I just want to, and I'll, sure I'll say from, I just want to, yeah, make I'll sure say from personal experience. <laughs> uh, I just want to make sure people knew that the Matt Jones that everybody saw in wrestlers and that sometimes they're angry with on Twitter and stuff, that you are a good dude. You've always been great to me. I always try to, I don't try to like go with the the flock and and everything. And I just wanted to let you know how much I appreciated your help at the very beginning and how much I've appreciated you. Even if it's not every month, every week, every day, you check in with me to make sure, you know, I'm doing well. And it, and that means a lot. So I appreciate Thank that. I just want to say thank you. And and and, and, and yeah, and, and Louisville six and zero, and Kentucky's five and one. We'll just say that. Uh, you knew they were going to do this to us, Matt. Play this. They're going to play in seven weeks. They are. They are. Eleven and zero. You're still going to lose, but that's yeah. all right. <laughs> I knew they couldn't go too long without getting on us there, Matt. But um, so while we're talking about you know your your history with with the Cats and then UK, everybody knows. Uh, and you, you've dealt with you UK fans for however many years now you've been doing this. But what are some similarities? I know you you've been hard on some wrestling fans, certain types of wrestling fans that you talk about in the in the documentary. What are some similarities between UK fans and wrestling fans that you've noticed? Well, first of all, I think the documentary ends. Spoiler alert! With me talking and saying, I hope people realize not everyone is all good or all bad. That's kind of how the documentary ends. <laughs> And I believe that. And I think, you know, like take the wrestling dorks line, which I've taken a lot of criticism. <laughs> that was probably a poor explanation of a point I was trying to make. I actually call myself a dork, so I consider it a term of affection, but other people don't. Right. So maybe I, I probably should have been more careful. But also, you know, listen, imagine you just had a random conversation you had a year and a half ago show up on Netflix a year and a half later. Who knows what the <laughs> hell you said, right? Like, right, right, right. A long time ago. I don't remember. Was I in a bad mood that day? You know, I don't know. But, but like, let's take Eric Darkstorm, who has some a lot of negative moments on the show. He's also, he's threatened to kick my ass, and he's also been very sweet to me. And I've seen him, I've seen him be both. Right. Like that's how people are. People are complex. People have a lot of, of thing of different aspects to them. And I think one of the great things Greg does in that show is he shows amongst all of us that are on it a lot. You see good and bad. Right. Mm -hmm. You see good and bad on literally every single person in the show. I, I've said this to Maria, so I'm not talking out of school. I said, Maria, Greg had me feeling sorry for you, and I never thought I would feel sorry for you. <laughs> and she laughed because we've had so many things over the years. But, but that's, but you know what? That's how human beings are, right? Yeah. Like that's how people are. Mm -hmm. Everybody has complex parts, and I think he did a great job showing that. 
Um, Jessica has a very good question here. She says, uh, what was your favorite, what was Matt's favorite scene of the show? Well, there's the personal and then the part I think is the best. I, I texted Greg. So I got up at, I don't know about you all. I got up at 5 a.m. that morning to watch yeah. the show. Same. Um, I texted Greg at like 11 a.m. And I watched the scene with me and my mom. And I said, Greg, if no one watches this show and if nothing happens about, from this except you gave me that seven or eight minutes of me and my mom, I will cherish it forever. Um, because it, it meant more to me. I'll get choked up if I think about it, but it meant more to me than I can even express. So on a personal level, that is, I would say the, to me, my, I think the best scenes of the show, obviously the final match with Al was done amazing. I think the start of episode three, where we are in Harlem and they juxtaposition the wrestling and coal miners. <laughs> Again, I'm from that area, so I'm biased. But the way he shows two industries, OVW and coal, that on paper had, have seen better days, but that are trying to find a new beginning, right? And those images going back and forth and, and, and the town and the wrestlers and that old, those old clips of OVW and the old clips of Harlan versus – I just thought that was so well done. He should yeah. win an Emmy for that 10-minute yeah. montage. I just thought it was so great. And the REO Speedwagon, it rolled with the changes. I mean, it was everything. Mm -hmm. It was perfect. But I totally agree with you. That guy in Esquire wrote an article about that scene, and and he, and, and it was – that is so well done that um, I, I just I, – I thought that was great. Yeah. What, and what, speaking of just – or a Speedwagon song, but what a whole soundtrack. Like the yeah. music that Greg picked from so the entire – by the way, I want a question from Linda. All you dudes are talking all the time. Let Linda talk. What do you got? 100%. Go, Linda. Yeah, well, no, I was going to say last month we had an awesome show we did outside of KS Bar after the Kentucky game. That was my first time there, and it was my first time doing a show there. I know we've done a few there, but it was my first time announcing there. The crowd was awesome. It was cool. We both got to do some, some speaking, some intros, and uh, it was just a really great time. But we talked about the success of OBW since the show. What about the success of KS Bar? What have you seen since Netflix well, as I mean, that, wrestlers? That, KS Bar has been successful, but probably more for the UK games that are occurring on the weekends and stuff. But I, on a personal level, you know, I, I think for a lot of the people that are on the show besides Al, they kind of weren't used to being in the public spotlight. So for like Shira and Haley and Cash, it's been a little overwhelming, I think, for those folks. It really has, in a positive way, but it really has. I was more used to it. Here's what I wasn't used to. I've had hundreds of people write me, either who themselves have epilepsy or whose children have epilepsy or who deal with anxiety, who have talked to me about how important it was to see me talk about it, to like be vulnerable to, to show it on the air. That's meant a lot. And I'm talking people from all over the world. Okay. Literally from people from all over the world, writing me to say all these things that really center around that seizure. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was very hard. Listen, when I watched it, I broke down crying because I had never seen myself have one, right? Like you have them and other people see them, but you don't see them. Oh, yeah. So man. that's the first time I had, I thought I was going to be fine with it, but I really wasn't because when I saw it, it didn't look the way I thought it did. 
and it was it was difficult for me. So, but I'm glad it happened. I'm a big believer. Everybody deals with something, right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody, every single person in this world is dealing with something, and most of us don't know what it is. And I was hoping by showing that that people know you can persevere through what you're going through and still try to have success. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's it's it, I shared this with you um, personally as well. Like that was a, that moment. Like I was because I. It, it took me on, on another emotional roller coaster uh, watching that happen. And, and, um, and I think um, it, uh, you know, it, that's where, you know, on the show, I guess your change happened right from the, from the villain at the beginning to, Oh, now he's a real person. You know, I, uh, I said before I had, I was doing an interview on a podcast and we talked about you and I said, you know, and, uh, Jeremy kind of alluded to it earlier, but it's like, you know, Matt's a great guy. He may have a hard shell, but, you break that hard shell. He's, he's, he's a, he's a great guy. It's just getting through that. It's, it's the trust, right? Getting that right. Getting to know you being around you, you eventually break through and get to know the real Matt. Um, but, um, but yeah, and, and being able to see that and being vulnerable like that, and allowing that to air. Cause I know that you gave permission for that to air that, um, that was, that took some, some guts. Some, oh, I did. And I, yeah. but I'm glad I did it. You know, Haley says something in the show when she's complaining about me that I think is actually though, correct. She said, you know, Matt, I think Matt means well, but he doesn't realize how he, how he comes off. And she's saying that while saying she had that great line that said, no disrespect to Matt, but I don't give a blank what he says, which I was, yeah. I went up to her and I was like, well, what would be disrespectful if that's not, you know, right. <laughs> what, do you, what did you think is disrespectful? But, you know, Daniel, I, you, you get to hear me on the show talk about Al, yeah. but I could have had the same conversation about Haley and about all those people. I want everyone there to succeed. I, Craig and I are not in this for financial success. We would have done something else. I mean, we're, we're, we're in this because I love watching people make like pursue their dreams and I want to help them have success. I really do to whatever small extent that I, that I can. And, you know, Al has done a tremendous job starting before I was here in making that product better and better every week. The product today is better than it's been probably, maybe ever, but certainly since the association with the WWE. Just, I mean, the product in the ring and everything. Mm -hmm. That's all Al, Adam, Doug, you guys that are on, like all of you. I have nothing to do with any of that. But I feel a responsibility to try to get the business to where that can succeed. Mm -hmm. Because it can't, unfortunately, succeed Without, we're trying to do something nobody else is doing in the in the country. Nobody else has four full time staff. I mean, these shows that get big, you know, once a month show, they don't have four full time staff. They don't have a building that they have to pay rent on, right? They don't have, you know, they don't have the expenses we have. They also don't do live television, which we do, right? And everyone in the world says, Matt, that business model is not going to work. You've got to change it. And I'm stubborn and I'm trying to make it work. And that's what I, and I, we got to a point that I thought we need a Hail Mary. And this documentary was kind of that Hail Mary. And I think it's like the ball's now getting tapped around in the end zone and we have a really good chance to catch it. We just have to bring it in. 
I like that. That's that's Great good. Analogy, it, yeah. If we get and, and, and I think we all love OVW just as much as Sheer loves his car, right? Oh, so <laughs> that's one of the sweetest scenes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like honestly, is there a human being sweeter than Shira in that scene? Like that yeah, is. Yeah. Nope. I want to go beat the shit. Excuse my language. No, whoever yeah. broke his uh, cup holder, the oh. Uber. Yeah. Like, yeah. That person. Yeah. Hundred percent. Same. I feel the same way. Uh, someone who travels with Shira quite often. Uh, uh, from other from Impact, and then of course on the road. Even on the Morgan and Morgan tour we did last summer, we, we traveled a lot together too. He's a, he's he is a sweetheart of a guy, and, and to know that uh, somebody did that to him, it's like ah oh, man, I you know. But you know what? the only bad thing, the only bad well, thing I got to say about Sierra on road trips is like, dude, broccoli in the car. Let's not let's not cook broccoli in a gas station microwave and eat it. Indian food for me though, it did look good. Yeah, yeah. but not on a road trip. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to say to, a couple things, that, a couple of scenes that I liked a lot that weren't with main people, because mm-hmm. I think it symbolizes, you know, Eric, Linda, Daniel, you guys all. I have such a ton of respect for all of you because none of you are getting rich from doing OVW, right? You do it because you love it, mm-hmm. and. There are a couple scenes in there of people that are not the main characters. I'll give you a perfect example. The scene with Jebediah Blackhawk where he's about to wrestle Shira, right? And listen, this is a guy who's been doing this forever that people might sit and go, why is he still doing this? He he expresses genuine excitement to get to work with Shira. Mm -hmm. How many, I mean, think about that. He's been doing this forever and yet he still gets the excitement to get to work with someone like Shira. He says in a self-deprecating way, I'm an old man. I can't do anything, but he comes back and when it's over, he shakes his hand and he says, it was an honor to work with you in that moment. Like that's what makes OVW great. Like people have understandably focused on Al, Matt, Haley, Maria, Shira, Cash, whatever. But it's the people like him. And it's the Mm -hmm. people that like go in there and grind and do it. Al says something beautiful at the end. Like most of these people won't make it. But if they find joy and purpose in the pursuit, then they are successful. I thought that was a beautiful phrasing of it because that really is true. And there's a lot of those moments in that show that I think showcase, you know, showcase that. And then there's a scene in Bullock County when they're doing that show at the baseball stadium and there aren't many people there. And the way that Cash and Dimes and Tony talk about, we're giving these people a hell of a show, even if there's 35 people there. That's also, that's, that's what it's about. Like now we got 350 in there every night, but we've had 35 and the effort level doesn't change for the people doing it. And that's what I really appreciate. It's true. There's another um, uh, fan question here. Let me, let me find it. Uh, It's from uh, somebody very, I think, I think honestly, the star of Netflix. I, I don't think that, uh, you know, anybody else th- is considered this. Um, and it's from, uh, the, well, their father, I guess. Yes. Um, Wesley here asks, once know, Matt, is there any plans for OBW to do another tour like the Morgan and Morgan tour uh, that we had last summer and the summer before? Yeah, we're definitely going to do one. Gracie's next- dad. Yeah. Yes, Gracie's, dad. Gracie's a star. And I've met mm-hmm. Wesley a number of times. What a nice man. Um, 
I, uh, yes, we'll do the summer tour. Hope as long as I'm part of it, we'll do it. Cause to be quite frankly, it's the one time where we break even and don't lose money. But I will also say in early 2024, our goal is to do a different kind of tour. Like I want to take this out beyond Kentucky to na- start with neighboring States. You know, I, and we have some, again, the, it's the Hail Mary. The ball is being tapped around and somebody's got to catch it. But we have a lot. Listen, we have some some of the coolest options on the table. I'm somebody who doesn't like it's got to it's, it's got to be signed before I get excited. So I, we got a lot of options. None of them are ready yet. We're in a little bit of a holding pattern to see if we get a season two. If we don't, then I want to get a season two. But that limits our freedom because we have to do things around their schedule. Mm-hmm. If we don't get a season two, then we got a lot of options, and we just have to choose the right one. But the the answer is yes. We will hit. We will be on the road a lot more in twenty twenty four, and um, I'm excited about that. Um, so years ago, uh, we all know the history. It was OVW was developmental for WWE. They left in uh, I think it was two thousand eight. A couple years later, TNA, which is now Impact, came in um, for a couple years as developmental. Um, 2019, we started another partnership with Impact, which is why Sheer and I can do both places and uh, other people have appeared, appeared on Impact Television and so on and so forth. Um, so as of right now, we don't really technically – we have we, – we, obviously, we've done business with people from – I mean, Layla Gray's with with both AEW and, and OVW. So we have different stars that are doing things and, and stuff. Is there any plan or would you would you uh, would you allow this to happen if say WWE came back or AEW came in or even you know Impact decided to say hey, we want to make OVW our official developmental would yeah. that be something you'd be interested in? Yeah, I mean I would depending on I mean the devils in the details on everything. I'm not yeah. against it. You know, I'm not against it in theory. I mean we were pursuing that with AEW. I mean, you know, a little behind the scenes. I haven't said this on any on any show but the reason Tony Khan is in the show at all and the reason those guys went down to AEW Dark is that Tony and I had talked about doing something together. I mean, we we had they were going to be a part of the show. Okay, we were going to do an invasion angle where we went to AEW Dark, took a lot of our people. Um and then in the final episode, a couple of their big stars were going to come to that big one show on August 27th and that was going to be how the series ended. Well, then HBO, you know, parent companies get get involved, and HBO Max did not want AEW to be on Netflix, and that went away. And Tony, uh, and I respect this, he he kept his word and let our wrestlers go and let us use the footage of, of that whole thing happening. But it was supposed to be more than that, and um, – you know, if it wasn't for the parent company's thing, I think that would have already happened. Um, and that, by the way, that's why I had to get out of wrestling because without, we thought we were going to have, well, I mean, I won't say the names, but we thought we were going to have two of their biggest stars in our building for that final one. And then when they didn't, we had to figure out something else. And that was, okay, well, let's have Al wrestle. And that was why I sort of came up with that as, as the scenario. But, you know, there was a lot of stress going on that summer because we were, again, we've been twice. We've been close to a major breakthrough and it just hasn't happened. We were very close to a major television deal in my first year and it just 
couldn't close it. And then we were very close to that with AEW and just couldn't close it because of the parent company. And so I'm hoping third time's the charm. You, you mentioned that there's not a season two in the works yet. How likely is it that there will be – because Netflix has this model where they they record a whole bunch of stuff and then they release ten episodes of it to see if people like it, and then they'll do a season one part two yeah. and put all the other stuff in. How likely is the season one part two? Uh, I don't think it would be a season one part two. It would okay. be a season two if we okay. did it. I, I honestly don't know. I think we'll probably find out pretty soon. Um I, I really don't know. I mean, the show has been there. The show has been successful for Netflix. It's not been like a breakout Tiger King. So, the business model of Netflix has changed in recent years. They basically only renew shows that crush it. You know what I mean? And so we have to kind of wait and see. Um, but here's the thing: before this show came out. I sort of thought if we don't get a season two, I don't know if this company can work. I don't feel that way anymore. We can work even if we don't. I mean, we, we've we had the amount of people this show has touched. I mean, I was on, this is not, hopeful, I will tell you all this one day, whether it happens or not. But I was on the phone today with one of my literal heroes who's talking about potentially investing. I don't know if it'll happen, but like, it was one of the more surreal moments of my life because this show, well, I'll, I'll, I can tell you this. I was just at the Jelly Roll concert. Jelly Roll comes up. I met him and we're talking and somebody goes, you know, he has this show wrestlers on Netflix and Jelly Roll goes, my sister was telling me that's great. He was like, I'm off starting Saturday and I'm going to watch it. It's on my, it's on my queue, right? Or whatever. Well, I mean, how cool is that? Like that's this major performer. I think people would be shocked how many people like that have seen and, and, and done the show. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Ron uh, Mosley had actually a good question about the OVW and the road. He says, is there any chance of OVW doing TV on the road? I mean, I'd love to, but that's, <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot of technology that we don't, that we don't, we're not good at yet. So yeah. um we're thinking about doing our December 16th pay-per-view at a larger location in Louisville and then doing it, broadcasting it from there. If that works, then that gives us more flexibility. But between me and you, I want it to work before I start doing, uh, before I, before I start doing other stuff. So let's see how that goes and then uh, kind of go from there. No, and, and, and OVW did dabble in before the pandemic some some big shows on the road. But it's already, different uh, though. It's it's yeah. it, there's a difference between what we used to do to broadcast on WBNA, which is actually oddly an easier thing to do than to do it and get it out on a streaming platform right. where you can have right. it. And and that there there are two different things that require two different sets of modules and we don't have them both always working at the same time. We now have it pretty w working well in the arena, but I don't know how well it's going to work if we go out. So we're going to, we'll, but we're going to give it a shot. I mean, that's the only way to grow. We have to try to do stuff like that. Right. Absolutely. Linda, you got another question? I know he wants to hear from you, not us. So, well, I mean, I was going <laughs> to talk more about if it, that looks, we could know a little bit more about the possibility of season two, but I think we touched on that, but I know we're all hoping for that. I mean, it just, the success of this has just been mind-blowing, and we're seeing it, obviously, every week. Tickets just flying off the shelves, being sold out. And to your point of Jelly Roll mentioning this, or his, uh, was this his sister? 
So his sister watched it. it. He, he remember. I mean, literally, when we said it, he pulled up the text message where his sister had texted him and said, like, and he goes, I'm going to watch it. So, I mean, he knew about the show. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the day that the show came out, I went to a concert. Friends of mine, we were chatting about it. One person knew about it just to kind of watch it. Then all of a sudden, another person comes by. Hey, we saw you on the Netflix show, Wrestlers. Yeah. Tell us more about the wrestling about OVW. Okay, then another person from the band, another person from the tour came by and it was the day debut. And I'm like, y'all were watching it on the bus. That has to be That's amazing. (laughs) I I can't talk about what it is yet, but I've gotten, uh, I'm going to be part of a academic thing that's going to be going on for the next few years. And and we did the intro between the 25 of us that were awarded it. And these are like intellectual people. And like, a third of them had seen the show and we're like, are you that dude from blah, blah, blah. And I thought that was so crazy to me. I mean, these are people like it, they are not the demo that you would think would watch it. I, I hope Netflix gives it a second season because what I think is going to happen, Linda is what you're talking about. That word of mouth. I think it's a show that once people watch, they love it. Some people see it and go, well, I don't really like wrestling, but I don't think you have to like wrestling yeah. if you want to enjoy it. And I, and I think if we have that time to get more word of mouth, I think it can be even more successful. You know, Matt, you talked about your mom and how special it was for her to be there. Now, Mama, I've, I've been doing stuff in wrestling for 20 years as of next year, and my mom has never been to a show. But now she's been to two. She came to the Gaslight Festival and she came to TV a couple weeks ago and she brought two of her 60 year old friends that just happened to watch the show and have never seen wrestling in their lives. So you're right. It's it's touching people that it normally doesn't. And that that's what I think really shows the success of of wrestlers. So I, I hope we get a season two. If we do, what would you like to see in that season two? I think it would show the business trying to take the next step, right? Like, because, you know, the next step is we've got to get profitable. I mean, we, we we just have to. We can't not at least break even, right? We can't just keep losing money. So I think the next step would be, I think, I think Greg would be interested in showing us trying to get a network, trying to get a television deal, trying to make that happen, trying to expand our territory outside of Kentucky into Ohio, Indiana, West Virginia. Tennessee and like all the struggles dealing with people having some some wrestlers having newfound fame and stuff like that. And then I think he wants to show people learning from the ground up, right? Like cuz we didn't get a lot of that in the show. So I think all of those things are probably things he would uh, focus on. I appreciate you guys having me. I'm going to have to get back to you this show. So yes. thank you all very hey, much. And uh, Real quick, plug that uh, plug that email address, Matt, so everybody can yes, uh, reach out. If you have any WWE. ideas or want to book us, ovwinformation at gmail.com. I read every single email, and uh, we've gotten a lot of potential good opportunities from it. So if you have something, let us know. I put it on the screen right there, guys, so you can see that uh, audio. You, you heard it, ovwinformation at gmail.com. Uh, we'll, we'll put it in our show notes, too, as well. Thanks so much, Matt. We appreciate you, uh, you hopping you, on and doing Thanks, this. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Enjoy the night. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, OVW uh, co-owner. Matt Jones, I appreciate him coming on and uh, hey, give us more time. Five minutes, oh my gosh! Yeah, I didn't realize he was going to be on that long. Actually, when I talked, I today I said, uh, "Yeah, if you, 15, 20 minutes is that's cool." 
it's all and he was like okay yeah he goes i'll give you i'll give you more time if i can and sure enough he did so uh great um and uh eric thanks for helping uh, i know we all can we can communicate with matt a lot but i know it was kind of a team effort there to get matt to come on the show so we appreciate uh your work on that too eric. yeah yeah no problem he's been we've been back and forth over the last uh couple of uh weeks and and the last month really and uh and you know something's always come up but he, I'm glad he decided to do that, and I think a lot of people out there that that really wanted to, to hate him probably came out of this interview as they did the show, going, ah, right. "I kind of like him." Look, you know, what look, I mean? as much as I, I took a beating on Twitter because I was doing the interview with Matt, and I'm supposed to hate him, but they don't know my personal relationship with him. That's why I felt like it was important for me to mention that uh, during the interview, but. I just saw that Ryan Mosley's in the chat room and I got to go. I don't want to be in the same area with him. And plus I'm supposed to have dinner with my wife. I told her I would be done by now and I'm not uh, ringside podcast nation. I don't even know if that's a thing or not. I appreciate all y'all except for Ryan and uh, I'll get with y'all later, but uh, I'm sorry I had to duck out on y'all. All right. He's uh, no, it's so good. It's so good. Jeremy, we, uh, we, we thought uh, we'd be done with the show by now. Anyways, sure, we're going to sure. wrap it up here in a little bit. So uh, real quick, before you go, uh, why don't we, uh, you've got a new sponsor um, real quick. So why don't we go to that and uh, give a shout out to them. So I want to give a shout out to my guy, Abdul at cap go championship belts. You can find them on Facebook pretty easily. Cap go championship belts made me some customized side plates from our championships and they make they can make them at a big discount to what you can get them at other places. So we will have uh, we'll have some business cards to hand out at OVW if you're interested. And if if you're interested, also you can uh, you can just message me and I can give you the information. They do great work. Let me turn. I'm going to grab the side plates real quick and show them to you all. All right, I'll come back to our while you're grabbing those and. Uh... These side plates are pretty fire. I'll say that. They're pretty. Uh, so we got the one that, which is my personal logo. That was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Okay. That was awesome. <laughs> that was, that was, that, that's pretty good. That's decent. It's getting better. It's getting better. Is it getting, yeah. It's getting better, but it gets better. Oh, oh look at that beautiful piece yeah. right there. The ringside podcast. So guys, he showed, those are listening. He showed the side plate of his logo 55, which is like a Superman logo with the 55 in it, uh, in the middle. He showed his uh, ZSZ, which is his podcast for Cardinal Sports Zone uh, and, and website that he hosts about the UFL sports. And then the last one he revealed was the Ringside Podcast side plate that go on a nice title belt. Um, so, yeah, love it. Linda's uh, going to put those on the radio championship when she gets Shannon the dude. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I'll, I'll let her have happens. one of them for it because I, uh, I have uh, – plans to put one ringside podcast on one of the titles and one CSC podcast on one of the titles to show unity in my podcast mm-hmm. and support for that. So we, we may even have a couple of side plates to give away uh, if that's something y'all might like, but yeah, yeah, just shoot me a message. I'll get you in touch with them. He does great work. I got my stuff really, really quick. Uh, I had some issues with, uh, with shipping and stuff and he helped me out with it. Great dude. Great person. And, uh, Highly recommend it. And if you and mention the Ringside Podcast or mention uh, 55, uh, Jeremy 55 or Ringside Podcast, and he'll he'll take care of you. Yeah, 15% uh, off, wasn't it? Yeah, yep, yep. 15% off your total order unless your name starts with an R and ends with a Y. <laughs> yep, there you go. Can't All right. All right, yeah. I'm out of here. All right. Peace out, 55. Jeremy, thank you. Appreciate it. See you, buddy. Yep.
All right. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of wrap up, guys, and finish up uh, with this. Um, a lot you know, going on. We got OVW TV this week um, as we're leading to uh, no, no Rest for the Wicked. It's coming on October 21st, uh, which if you don't have tickets, you are not going to be able to get them. But if you do order on on um, pay-per-view, I believe, is it? Uh, do we still have a code that works on pay-per-view with the, with uh, ringside giving percentage off of that as well? I have to check with Brian Kennison and see if that's still an option. We did have that at one time, um, so I have to check and see if that if that if that's a thing or not. Um, we will have another giveaway. We will actually we will have a fight TV code giveaway next week for that show. So we're going to be so tune in next week. I, I don't know who our guest is going to be just yet, but next week we're going to. Um, we're going to reveal or we're going to have a contest. We're going to give out the fight TV code for no rest for the wicked. So if you don't have tickets, but you want to watch it, um, you'll be able to win that code um, and, and watch it uh, live on fight. But if you don't win the code and you, but you can still watch it, you know, cause it's available on fight TV. So why not enjoy that? Um, and uh, a lot's going on. I know as we're, as we're doing this, we're going to wrap up here because we got, it's the Tuesday night war, man, that I, uh, you know, uh, we 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 tried. We brought all guns. We brought Matt Jones out to try to compete against uh, Cody Rhodes <laughs> and John Cena and Adam Copeland. But I don't think we. I don't know. They might. They might be a little bit in the ratings this week. Bringing out the big guns. Bringing out the big guns. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's gonna be. It's gonna be fun. Um, it's it's interesting. I'm interested to see what they've what they've done. Uh, gonna go watch it on demand, and I can't. I hate that we can't talk about it because we, you know, missed it or whatever. But a good raw, you know. Rumors are that Vince is no longer in charge of uh, creative, and that Triple H just got the full reins on it. And you can kind of see that in the last couple of weeks of your 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 sausage, your Tomosa Champas, and your Johnny Gargano, as your all these other people, Tegan Knox, these people getting these 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 spots, um, which has the handprint. Of of Paul Triple H Triple H Levesque. Um we had uh, Fast Lane uh, this past weekend. Um, you know, you got Cody Rhodes and main event U- Jay Uso as your stealing the uh, show. Yeah, during yeah. and after. Well, during and after, oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeet. Uh, yeet, yeah. <laughs> um, so they uh, they definitely uh, got their uh, got their handprint on that show. Uh, but they uh, the one that the, the uh, undisputed tag team champions. Um, and, uh, no cash in from Damian priest. Um, I was kind of surprised to be honest with you, cause I told you what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. And I, it was, it was very contrived, but when, it, when they kicked off the night with that tag team match, I thought, here's what's happening. They're losing their titles. That sets up perfectly for Damian to cash in at the end of the night. And when there was already teased intention, I thought, well, maybe, you know, maybe Nakamura wins. Maybe we have a big face turn. Cause you can imagine the pop. You know, Damian Priest would come out and beat him and, you know, go from there. But, well, we didn't see that. Even though he said he was going to cash in that night, he didn't even do it. So, But yeah. Mommy told him not to. That was why. Well, yeah. and She's the true leader. Mommy says. She's the true leader of sure. the Judgment Day. It's sure. not, it's ever since Copeland left, um, sorry, ever since Edge left, the Judgment Day are being kicked out. Um, there hasn't been, there, the, the real leader wasn't Finn Balor. It's not Damian Priest. It's mommy. It's really, really. Who, by the way, was on this episode. You can go back and listen to the audio version on the archives uh, when we had her on. And it is our most downloaded, listened to episode, other than um, our, other than the, uh, actually, no, I think it surpassed the Kenny Bowen episode from season one. So 
there you go. The most downloaded episode uh, ever. Uh, the, and second place is Kenny, and third is Al Snow. So go figure, right? Um, there you go. So, all right, um, guys. Uh, anything else you want to talk about before we? I guess we, we go? got a few other uh, sponsors, sponsors we need to throw in there, don't we? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's give a shot. Look at that. I'm. Uh, he's all about doing business, and I. Uh, and I kind of forgot. I'm wearing right here. Collar and elbow. I'm wearing the hoodie from Collar and Elbow. When you go to uh, collarandelbowbrand.com, use promo code Ringside. Um, that's all capital letters there. You save uh, 10% and you help the Ringside podcast out in the process. It is the best wrestling apparel there is today. Collar and Elbow. Again, Collar and Elbow. And that right there, that mirror collection hoodie is what I'm wearing in that picture. But there's many other merch to choose from. Uh, at Collar Elbow, it's the best wrestling pair there is today. Again, Kyle, and it's all seen all over wrestlers on Netflix. Just anything else that was wearing is a Collar Elbow branded shirt. So, uh, again, promo code Ringside and save ten percent at Collar and Elbow. I love that mirror collection. I might add, yeah. and to make sure you are covered, should anything happen anytime, anywhere, you can get affordable supplemental coverage via ProWrestlingInsurance.com. Make sure to check it out. Talk to our friend Chris. Let him fill you in about how you can be covered for as low as $8 a month should something happen to you. Now, we know I had that match last week. Thank goodness. Covered by ProWrestlingInsurance.com. You want that that ease, that just knowing you can get a check made out to you if you get hurt, if you are covered by ProWrestlingInsurance.com. Again, affordable monthly coverage as low as $8 a month. Make sure to visit Chris. If you have an event coming up, you can get covered through ProWrestlingInsurance.com and Life Insurance as well. One more time, ProWrestlingInsurance.com. Tell Chris we sent you. And are y'all ready to uh, get looking good? Guys, are you ready to get nice and smooth? We're talking about Manscaped and support for the Ringside Podcast brought to you by Manscaped, where you can save 20% and get free worldwide shipping when you use the code REFEREE at manscaped.com. Now, I recommend you try what Manscaped has sent to us, and we're talking about the Performance Package 4.0. It's arrived and man, it's a game changer. I got to tell you, lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which will trim all the below the belt areas. Also in the performance package 4.0, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, along with the crop preserver ball deodorant, the crop reviver toner, and the performance boxer briefs and some other goodies in there as well, all held in the travel bag known as the shed. They have the advanced skin safe technology with Manscaped. That means fewer nags, uh, nags, snags and, uh, and cuts and things like that. They are waterproof. So you can use them in the shower. No more mess on the bathroom floor. And the ladies love them too. Don't just take my word for it. Take it from Linda K whose yes. man has also used Manscaped. There you go. You got to love it. Manscaped save 20%. Get free worldwide shipping with the code referee and manscaped.com. Yes. And I clicked the button too soon, but if you go to cornbread hemp, we love our partners at cornbread hemp who actually just got the ringside podcast package from us. Yeah. At the last TV, they got uh, three eight by ten signed by us three here that are left here right now on the show. Um, and uh, you know, we love Sarah at Cornbread Hemp and all the yeah. people at Cornbread Hemp. 
Uh, what's some of the best CBD products out there? I uh, love it. Great relaxation helps me helps me with my anxiety, with my uh, with just my nervousness of of you know uh, of when I have a not not I'm not saying when I use it for a match, but before I do a flight for sure. When the nervous those jitters those ah oh, I just need to relax. I tell you what, those top in two gummies and it's it, it's amazing. Um, I, uh, I, I haven't took a flight ever since I got, um, cornbread hemp's product. I have not took a flight without taking cornbread hemp. I'll tell you that right now. Um, so hey, I good. could, I couldn't stop the brain from like rolling this morning, you know, when your mind just keeps going and going and going and you cannot yeah. focus. I took a half one this morning and just kind of chilled out and it was, uh, yeah, it was awesome. And, uh, looking forward to getting my jar coming in. Sarah's uh, sending it to me this week. So I'm getting some of those watermelon, uh, gummies from, uh, from cornbread hemp. So I want to thank them. Already got my hat. I'm going to wear it. I was going to say, got my hat as well. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. So check them out. Cornbread hemp. Use promo code ringside, save 15%. And actually, uh, I got notifications today that many of you have, in the last couple of days, have tried and purchased CBD products. So those that have purchased that, uh, you, if you haven't got your products yet and you're once you get them sent to you, please let us know what you think of it. Let Cornbread Hemp know what you think of it, and we'll love to put you on the show and let you talk good about this product because we're, uh, we're not just saying it because they're sponsoring the show. We're literally saying it because we tried it and we love the product. Corporate mm-hmm. hemp, uh, best CBD products out there. Get them today. All right, guys. Uh, there we go. Thanks for the uh, for the uh, reminder there, uh, Eric. Because I completely forgot this. I don't know why I was like going to go on to some other news and and uh, you know I, we got to pay the bills. So you know, it's gotta take care of the people, take care of us, and we thank all of them for taking care of us. Yes, absolutely, we do. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so, uh, well, you know, it's, it's been a, it's been a long night. I wasn't expecting, uh, us to go this long to be able to not, I just figured we ended like eight 30. I thought we would have, uh, Matt on for probably 15 minutes after us talking for a half an hour, Matt come up 15 minutes, we finish up and we leave and it turned out to be a great show. I'm, 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 uh, I've been pretty, I'm pretty happy with it for sure. Um, hi to everybody and thanks for putting your, questions in there yes. for Matt and for us as well. Don't forget yeah, if you want to if you want to tip tip or donate, you can go to streamlabs.com slash ringside podcast. Send us a tip or donate if any size tip or donation it goes to the show and, and we'll give you a shout out and on the on the show for supporting and maybe even maybe that'll help you like any questions or comments will get automatically read uh up on on everything. Uh not this week but the next uh the 21st and the 26th no wait 20, no, the 20, the 19th and the 26th, those two dates right now, if you go to OV, ovwrestling.com, use promo code ringside and save 20% of your tickets, you can still get those tickets. Those are still available, but they're going fast. The TV this weekend, the pay-per-view are sold out, but those two weeks, the 19th, October 19th and 26th, still have a few available. Get them while you can. Um, I just and, talked uh, to somebody today who has a daughter who lives, in, I think, in Arizona. And she said, hey, by the way, and I've never talked to this woman not once about wrestling ever. And she just comes up to me and she goes, my daughter's coming in from Arizona and her and all her brothers are all going to OVW. Uh, I hope there's tickets left in November because uh, they're all going to go together. And I'm like, this is it's crazy. And this this yeah. the ride that we're on right now 
and it speaks volumes with people that aren't usually in the wrestling bubble. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. I love it. I hope we're bringing new people in. I hope everybody's enjoying it. And when you get to see Linda Kay in the ring, I mean, you know, well, how could you not enjoy it? Even though she right. didn't take the L, it's okay. You'll be back. I'm yeah. telling you, you got to take down Shannon. Well, and, and the other th- and the other thing too about the, this person's come. He's a friend of the show. He's come to OVW before, and he was actually coming before the Netflix thing came on. But you talk about Arizona. We got somebody coming from Hawaii. It's 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 front row. Carry yeah. Carry Morris, the collar noble guy himself that sits front row mm-hmm. with all WWE shows. He's coming on October 19th to sit. Uh, in the Davis Arena to watch the to watch the show and to have a good time. Even he loves OVW and he's all the way from Hawaii. And yes, he travels and want, go, and sees WWE, all the big big pay per views and whatnot. But he thinks just as much as OVW as he does WWE. Yeah. So people like that too. That um, you know, we love we love the, we love all the fans coming in from all over the place. It's great to have you know, uh, it's great to have our locals. Don't get me wrong, but it's cool to have Arizona and yeah. Georgia and Wisconsin and. Colorado, like we've we had, had somebody blood. say Australia last or two weeks yeah. ago. I don't, I, Holy cow! Yeah, that's that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, don't forget if you go to shopovw.com, you can purchase merchandise from all your favorite stars at OVW and the wrestlers show Netflix. But you can also purchase your shirts of referee Daniel Spencer and the voice of the valley himself, Eric Cornish. Um, you know, right there as well. I'm sure you know, Linda. We got to get you a shirt on that podcast on yeah, that yeah. website. Um, yeah. And, a re- and, and and I will say this. I know it's coming. It's coming. I teased this. I've got the confirmation of the Ringside Podcast shirt is coming to shopovw.com. So just let nice. you know. It's already on Pro Wrestling Tees, but, um, but now it's going to be on shopovw.com. And it might say something about being the official podcast of OVW. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll see. You know. Ryan Mosley says, don't forget Brad Bacon. We still, you know, we talk about Brad, Brad Bacon. Like Bacon it- mentions. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's like uh, people need to go start start searching back on YouTube. You'll you'll find him. He's there. <laughs> Sus- subscribe today on YouTube and all the podcast platforms. Uh, you can follow us all on the Twitter X, whatever Instagram threads, Facebook, and YouTube at Ringside Podcast. TikTok, we're at the Ringside Podcast on there. It's the only thing that's different uh, in all of our socials is that one. Um, and uh, we appreciate that. But like I said, all podcast avenues. Please subscribe. Give us reviews, like us, give us right, you know, like the comments, like or like the, the videos, like the uh, um, the shows. Give us a five star review if you're on Apple. Give us a review on Spotify. It, it helps us go a tremendous way. Please, um, we really appreciate that. If you can't, I mean, we've asked people to donate or buy things or whatever, but if you can at least do that, at least share it, like it, um, give us a review. That does just as more, just as much of us if you donate or you buy merch from one of our sponsors or something like that it it, it helps support us and we appreciate that so much uh, and it's very easy to do just click click a button and say thumbs up you don't have to really say anything that's it so um we appreciate that uh guys any final thoughts before we close shop here yeah another thing if uh you besides liking us and our show and everything else it, obviously you're here and you've seen wrestlers at this point if you're if you're watching the show or listening uh, go to Netflix and make sure that you double thumbs up all of those yes. episodes because that really mm-hmm. helps that show as well. Um, so if you did love it like the rest of us did, make sure you give it that double thumbs up on uh, on Netflix and let them know you want a season two because I know we want a season two for not only to watch it, but to, to be a part of it. Yeah. I might so have you to get smack to be a part Dan. of it too, everybody. Hey, I mean, come to listen. Reno if we're on the road. I might smack Daniel across the face just 
in front of a camera just to kind of stir up some trouble. Who knows? I mean, it's like, you know, get our little storyline working. Uh, I mean, why? Okay. All right. I, I, you know what? I'll get the Bob I mean, that out. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. As always, we appreciate you. Oh, get, are you, we you running our personal socials? Yep, I was great. I was literally oh, going to yeah. do that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. You're all, we're all on the same page. That's all that matters. Uh, as again, uh, you guys saw on the podcast avenues. You guys saw on the social media at Ringside Podcast individually on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Daniel Spencer. You can catch me on Twitter X. At Linda K22 on Instagram at Linda K PWR, or you can go to my website, lovelylindak.com. I've got links to, links to my socials on there as well as the Linda K merch store. And I want to give a shout out yeah. at Jeremy underscore CSZ. I want to let me you know, throw him out there. He's he's already left for the show, but I want to plug him. He's like he that is his Instagram and Twitter. So we'll give Jeremy a shout out there and follow our guest if you're not already. Even if you're a Louisville fan, actually is a good follow at Kentucky Sports Radio's KY Sports Radio. KY Sports Jones. Radio, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give Matt Jones a follow. Uh, Eric, go ahead. And at mine is at Eric on the air at most of the relevant social medias. And uh, of course, you can also go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash OVW Eric. There's some shirts there. As Daniel mentioned, shop OVW.com. And Daniel and myself, both on Cameo. If you would like a special message uh, from us, a special ring announcement for me, have Daniel settle a dispute. Uh, you know, he'll probably end up getting kicked in the face and, and, lose consciousness in the middle of it but whatever and, that's and, get, and, and get confused over who should I disqualify you know but whatever right but, uh, yeah it is what it is so and, reach out we'd love to talk to you and thank you for talking to us in the feed here Jess love you girl uh, Ryan everybody else has been in there today Bunny thank you so much Ryan, Ryan did win tickets uh, to ringside he's using them on October the 19th um, you're welcome I said thanks for that you won't fair to square like I said next week say to you we'll have a fight no Fight TV code giveaway for Norris. Maybe I might even throw in a back glory one too. Let's see what I can do with that. All right. How about that? And uh, all right, guys, in the meantime, in between time, until next time, go catch your ringside. That's right, all you wrestling dorks. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>